0: Welcome in to News
1: and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. This is day three.
2: The speaker has not been elected. Kevin McCarthy's ego and his pursuit of the speakership is drowning out the voices and the needs of the American people.
0: Chaos and confusion. It's the Biden border crisis. I will
1: visit the border myself this Sunday in El Paso. This is Biden's fault. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lambert on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. News and Views for a Thursday. And uh, we'll get to the uh, Kevin McCarthy boondoggle. He's uh, bottom of the ninth and uh, he's yet to score. We'll get to that. And uh, will he uh, continue on? Also, we'll have political trivia later this hour. But first up, the Carolina Journal is reporting Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina will no longer be the third-party administrator for the state health plan come January 1st, 2025. So that's still a couple of years away. According to a press release by North Carolina State Treasurer Dale Falwell, Aetna has been awarded the third-party administrative services contract for the health plan. Aetna beat out... Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina and UMR, a health insurance company based in Wisconsin, the change is significant because the Blue Cross Blue Shield has been the um, TPA or the third-party administrator for more than 40 years. I saw that and I thought, man, that <laughs> that is a long time for one uh, operation to be in charge. Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield apparently is going to pursue a formal appeal of this decision. Falwell said the selection followed a request for proposals, a competitive bid process, in which the plan solicited and selected industry-leading partners who reported exceptional customer service, technological resources, and professional support. To talk about all this right now, on the line with us is North Carolina State Treasurer Dale Falwell. Dale, thanks for joining us.
0: Well, thank you for having me. You did a fantastic job of explaining this very uh, complicated transaction.
1: Well, my first question, again, going back to this uh, 40 years that Blue Cross and Blue Shield has uh, been the third-party administrator, has this ever been put out for bids in those 40 years?
0: It has. It goes out for bid every three to five years, Okay, and, uh, you know, it's interesting that uh, when somebody's had this contract over that period of time, uh, you know, sometimes these contracts get morphed into other things, uh, but we decided this year, as far as this process was concerned, that we were going to make it tight, make it simple, and tell people, uh, let them give, give them an opportunity to tell us what they can offer. Uh, This was scored on a couple of different fronts. One is the the financial, the ability to actually administer this plan. Let's be clear that Blue Cross Blue Shield is not our insurer. They have never been the insurer, as you just correctly pointed out. It's a third-party administrative contract to handle all the back office stuff. And uh, so when the scores came in, those scores were presented to the State Board of uh, Trustees, which is made up of appointees. (laughs) Of the governor, uh, the president pro tem, and the and the speaker of the house, and uh, the proposals were presented, and they voted unanimously to go with Aetna two years from now. This is two years from now.
1: So, who is the insurer then?
0: We are self-insured. Okay. Uh, our third party, our third party administrator, uh, pays doctors uh, clicks. <laughs> Excuse me, collects premiums. Now, take a drink and of water, then, there, uh, Dale.
1: We're we're good. We can wait for you to.
0: <laughs> it's all, you're and, choking uh, on a fly, there, brother. Well, anytime I'm talking with somebody with higher IQ than I have, I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we are self-insured, so they present us, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of bills every 30 days, and we pay them. That's what the third-party administrator does. And uh, for all of your uh, Listeners out there who teach, protect, and otherwise serve at the university, community, college, school system, uh, what they need to know is that uh, this contract reflects our loyalty and duty of care to them. Uh, We have responsibility of getting the best value at at the best price. Uh, for our public service workers and that's exactly what we've done
1: so it wasn't just a financial decision it sounds like you, you, the, the, whoever made the final decision I'm sure you were involved in it but not necessarily making the final decision but whoever made that decision it was based upon the financials but also the ability to carry out the job well
0: the, the, you know the technical ability and uh, everybody knows that something's wrong with health care uh, it's the only product that your listeners have, uh, that when they don't consume it, it consumes them. Right. Uh, even after you've consumed health care, you don't know the price and the value of what you got. And, you know, this has been a crusade of ours for the last four years, and we are easily satisfied. Number one with healthcare, is to start complying. Stop giving the middle finger to the current and the previous president of the United States who have both issued executive orders to get rid of these secret contracts. Number two is to offer a level of charity care. These are the hospitals, of course, that equals the billions of dollars of tax benefit they received. And number three, stop breaking people's kneecaps and weaponizing their credit scores when they don't pay their bill. And we think that we are going to be partnering with a third-party administrator who agrees with us on these issues.
1: Well, is that to say that Blue Cross and Blue Shield didn't agree with that?
0: Blue Cross and Blue Shield obviously is, uh, a, a near monopoly in North Carolina. I don't know what the number is anymore, but it's probably north of 70% market share. And, uh, you know, they had an opportunity to suit up and bid for this business like everybody else did. But unfortunately, they, uh, they didn't get the, they, they were not the winning bidder. And we met with them, <clears throat> their entire team, 24 hours, after these, uh, this decision was made, we went through uh, case in point about how, you know, how they lost the game, so to speak. <clears throat> Maybe they can improve and do better next time. Two days ago, I had a Zoom call with the press CEO and the chairman of the board of Blue Cross Blue Shield, and they assured me that they were going to finish strong. But I, I don't guess they have really control of their own, uh, situation because they, they came out low the next morning. And, you know, all I can say about the press release that Blue Cross put out, because they will never come on the phone with somebody like you, ever. And all I can say is that there's at least a couple of things that are true in North Carolina. One is you can't give yourself your own nickname, and number two, nobody likes a sore loser.
1: Well, <laughs> well apparently they're sore because they, as I just mentioned a few minutes ago, they said that they will pursue a formal appeal of the decision uh do, do they have that uh, uh, um, privilege of doing it?
0: Absolutely. But as okay. I said, we went through that whole process 24 hours after this decision was made. <clears throat> they left that meeting with a lot of lawyers involved, uh, fully understanding uh, where they came up short. And it's so interesting, Tom, how God made our hand that anytime you point a finger at someone else, there's three more pointing back at you.
1: Benny Hardy's here with us uh Dale he just got a question for you.
2: Yeah, Treasurer Falwell.
0: Hey, on, Benny. Hey, how you
2: doing? On on that note I guess the uh the the the, com- the, the committee that uh the, the board that uh board of trustees that uh makes this decision I mean their decisions uh are are public records I would assume so that decision process as you mentioned uh, was unanimous I mean so I don't know what they would appeal but I mean that all that information was 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 subject to public meeting's rules I would think would it not?
0: Absolutely. Uh, everything's subject to public meeting. Everything is completely transparent. Everybody had to play by the exact same set of rules. After they lost the game, we met with both the vendors that did not get the contract and explained where they came up short. Uh, and if we have to do that uh, on numerous different occasions, uh, for them to understand that, you know, there's nobody that bears the responsibility for them losing them con- this contract. As far as the scoring is concerned, more than they are.
2: You know, as far as the state health plan goes, um, you, you you have been talking about the solvency concerns of the state health plan. I, I know at least back, you know, most people probably remember you were in in the general assembly with Speaker Pro Tem, maybe the last, maybe your last term, I believe. I'm correcting that, but um, mm-hmm. so it had maybe three or four terms up there. But uh, and, and since you've been state treasurer, this has been one of your topics of making sure uh, that we we have a state health plan in place in in in, in the future. What, um, as your time to treasurer, um, you know, last since 2010, the Republicans had been in control of the General Assembly for the first time in a hundred plus years. How, how would you rate uh, the current leadership and the current um, minority in North Carolina General Assemblies uh, as far as did do they get it as much as you do about the concerns of the state health plan?
0: Well, I, I think they do, and and I just want to say, Danny, thank you for for saying all those things that you were absolutely accurate. You know, former Representative Carolyn Justice said I was one good haircut away from being Speaker of the House, and she was exactly right. If you see my haircuts lately. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and, but but you're exactly right. When I was sworn in, I was, I'm the first Republican state treasurer in 141 years. I inherited a state health plan that was insolvent. As a matter of fact, Pew Research scored our insolvency just on the state health plan as right behind Illinois, the same Illinois that you hear and read about all the time. We just got designated number one in the country for business. We are running billions of dollars of budget surpluses. We've been able to pay off the state debt 60% over eight years. We have one of the best funded pension plans in the United States. Uh, but our health care plan is one of the most insolvent in the United States. So I'm not, I'm not doing these things because I can. I, I'm doing these things because I can't do anything else. We have asked the General Assembly for billions of dollars of additional appropriation to shore up this plan, but more importantly, for all the retirees out there, they know we've been able to negotiate our, our Medicare Advantage contract, I'll be on Medicare next year, at no cost to the taxpayer and no cost to the member. We were able to negotiate our pharmacy plan recently, $800 million of savings. We've been able to freeze family premiums every year for the last five years without tinkering around with deductibles and copays, My point of saying all that to you is that I'm standing on the shoulders of a lot of hardworking, smart people at the Treasurer's Office who will give me the opportunity to say these things. But at the end of the day, until we break the health care cartel in North Carolina, until we get rid of secret contracts, until we uh, have them offer a level of charity care equal to the tax benefit they get, until we can get them to stop breaking people's kneecaps for not paying their bills, we're not going to reach the potential, especially in rural North Carolina, that we deserve.
1: Those are um, some strong words, Dale. Um, can, can you? We only got a couple of minutes left, but uh, you talk about cartels, you talk about breaking people's kneecap kneecaps. Uh, what what specifically would you uh, point to? And again, uh, we, we could probably spend the whole hour talking about this, but sure. on 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 the Reader's Digest version, what are you what are you referring I'll be glad
0: to? Too. You know, when I was taking classes at Western State, I was advised because I stuttered more then than I do now. To when I was struggling to find just the right word, to go to the Webster's dictionary. So the Reader's Digest version is simply the Webster's version. A cartel is defined as an association which is formed to restrict competition and or raise prices. That is what we have seen happen with the consolidation of healthcare into the hands of fewer and fewer of these multi-billion-dollar corporations. They're multi-million-dollar executives. They're multi-million-dollar lobbyists. That's why I use the word cartel. They control the supply of their product through the certificate of need, otherwise pronounced con, they, pronounce, they control the quality, <laughs> they control the access, they control the price, and they control whether they break your kneecaps and weaponize your credit score if you don't pay for this product. That's what I mean by these words. And you can go to Google my name, you can go to WBTV Investigation Charlotte and see where Atrium is putting liens on people's homes for not paying their medical bill.
1: I know that uh, Representative uh, Keith Kidwell has proposed a legislation uh, this past uh, uh, session uh, dealing with certificate of need and trying to do away with that, as other conservatives have as well. It wasn't exclusively Keith that was involved in that, but it, 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 do you see that uh, disappearing any time in the near future?
0: I do. You know, we're one of only 13 states that, that still has a certificate of need process, and and I say it sort of tongue in cheek, but the first three letters are pronounced con. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter if you pronounce character or k or Beaufort or Buford. I mean or Clinton or Clinton. But con is a con. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what part of the state that you're from. And what I mean by that is that uh, the hospital cartel uh, through different types of means are so powerful they get people appointed to these boards that determine who gets beds and who doesn't get beds, who gets tripters, which is not a word I should be using on the air as a stutterer, and who doesn't, uh, who gets uh, kidney stone-busting machines and who doesn't. And that's how the cartel controls the supply of their product through the con. So yep. Representative Kidwell and all the others are exactly right.
2: Uh, Treasurer Falwell, i just curious. You, you mentioned that North Carolina is one of the only 13 states that had the Certificate of Need. How do those states rank in terms of the solvency of their health plans?
0: Well, it, uh, it, it's different places. What has happened in most states is they actually funded their health plan to put money aside for this future need. Uh, but, I, but I will tell you that if you look at all the uh, statewide think tank and also the national studies, North Carolina has one of the highest health care system costs in the United States, and there's absolutely no reason for that.
1: Let me get back to the original reason we brought you on to explain this. Uh, Aetna is taking over with the uh, uh, third-party administrator. The end user, the the state employee whose health insurance it will ultimately be Uh, process by Aetna, will they see any significant change come two years when Aetna takes over?
0: Well, that's why there's over 40 people, I mean 600 people, excuse me, uh, who have already been assigned uh, to start on this transition process. Aetna has 10,000 employees in North Carolina. They have twice as many employees in North Carolina as Blue Cross Blue Shield does. So this process, to specifically answer your question, our state employees, those that teach, protect, and serve, have an insurance card in their pocket. It has Blue Cross on it. That insurance card two years from now will come out. <coughs> it will be the exact same size, the exact same amount of information. It will just have an Aetna written on it. But hopefully during that process, we will be putting things in place that will increase the quality of health care, increase the access to health care, and lower the cost. Treasurer
1: Spalwell, thank you, sir, for joining us, explaining what uh, has taken place. And uh, when uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield begins the process of its uh, formal appeal, uh, how long will that take? How soon will we see that in the news?
0: Uh, It'll have to take place within 60 days. As far as we're concerned, the sooner the better. (laughs) It's so ironic that some of the things that they've sent in Guess what? We can't respond to them because they haven't redacted it. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, I mean that's the vortex we're in, and and I appreciate you know what I love about your show <clears throat> is that you you don't just affirm how people feel about these subjects; you actually try to inform them, inform them, inform them, and that's very important. And and I think that that you've done an outstanding job today. You and Benny of laying out exactly what the problem is and explaining to people that the loyalty and duty of care to the at the state treasurer's office continues to be to those that teach, protect, and serve. This is their health plan, not anybody else's. Well, this we, is not Wall Street money, and, and this is the insurance companies. W-
1: we just asked the questions. You laid it out uh, yourself, uh, Treasurer Fall. Thank you so much for joining us, and look forward to talking to you again in the future.
0: Thanks. I'd love to be back on, and people go visit nccash.com when they get a chance.
1: There you go. You might have some cash in there. Compliments of uh, North Carolina State Treasurer Dale Falwell. Thank you, Dale. Stay with us, Benny, and I'll be right back.